This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is February 13th, 2019, and we're getting you ready for Valentine's Day as always with Calhoun's Love Series. What's up, homie? It's Valentine's Day. My man, what's going on? My <laughs> main man, man. You know what I mean? He's about to get married. It's a beautiful thing. So we want to do sugar and spice for the young lady. We're going to talk spicy for these hoes. When it comes to these beautiful women, we're going to give y'all some sugar. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna do something sweet on them. So I want you to go ahead and pick it, Digital Darren. Let's 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 do something for the ladies on this. Well, what should we what should we cry on this? We, when we think about the the good ones that we know, and and it's very few, especially if they're not related. But for the ones that are, what are some things we need to tackle? Let's in the spirit of trigger warning by Killer Mike, we're feeling solution oriented today. So we're going to, in the spirit of Killer Mike, we're going to be positive and we're going to show, we're going to fix things. We're not going to talk, we're going to, we, we're going to sit here and look at a system that's been broken for a while and we're going to come up with ideas to present and fix it. Okay? Mm, mm, limited time only now. So let's go, we're going to make some count. Today we're going to fix dating in 2019. <laughs> and who's better to do it than a young man who's about to be married? And a young man is spot who over these hoes and want to go ahead and jump over the broom. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Now, there's a lot of obstacles that uh, they didn't present themselves this day and age, isn't it? Wouldn't you say? It's a ton of obstacles. A, a ton of obstacles. So let's start off. Let's define some of the problems and then we're going to talk about, you know, just in total how. One, I think society, the way society presents dating. Like everything else, something that's a cut in in a normal community is an infection in the black community. So I think today's, you know, today's Me Too, Women First, women, Feminist Movement has some mirrors, but we're taking it a little too far as dating. So that's one thing. Another thing I think is, in its totality, Men giving out experience for promoting themselves and not promoting dating and marriage culture. Let's explain that a little bit. So you got the young men of the world who are basically telling women what to do with men, what they wouldn't want their women to do to them. So, you know, the Steve Harris, the Derrick Jacksons, those type of guys who if women did that to them, who they would date, they wouldn't deal with them anymore. But they tell them to do it to you. And women buy into that. Those cancerous individuals, and the reason why you say it best, no one wants, very few people can handle constructive criticism, but especially individuals that was raised with a sense of entitlement. Well, we're not going to use like entitlement. They were right. Society trains us to treat women a certain way. And right, wrong, and different, they've been treated a certain way. It's the whole women get in free at the club and men have to pay concept. And we're gonna get we're gonna get to it. We're gonna dig into that. We're just talking high level right now. We're gonna dig into that. Okay. And so 
I gave a couple of what I think is wrong. What, I also think another thing is wrong. I think that this is kind of the biggest, probably most important thing or the thing I see. People trying to date outside their price range. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me, let me get right for this one here. I, I probably need a shot. I, I need a shot of brown for this one here. <laughs> I didn't know you was going to bring it so eloquently. Okay. Now explain that one, if you will. Well, I mean... Let's say let's table that one for later. I wanted to see what do you have any problems? Like I've named my three problems. Do you have any problems that you see in data? Absolutely. Of course, those three. Those are some classic ones. Uh, so of course they are a go. Um, and let's just recap the three. So people dating outside their price range. We're not talking money, but we can be talking money too. Uh, the their Jackson Steve Harvard approach. Uh, the cancers to the communities, right? Yep. And what was the first one? The first one was more so the entitlement and just the expectations of dating. That, that so that's mine. That, that I think the biggest problem in dating today, I think our biggest problem period is our expectations of each other. Um, we've allowed so many different factors to manipulate and feed us so much nonsense when it comes to dating. This isn't a Walt Disney movie. This isn't a Tyler Perry movie. This isn't a love romance novel. This isn't none of that stuff. This is a documentary. And we've become, you know, especially our, especially our women uh, have become enamored with dating. You know, they call it courtship, Right. And it's not even it's not even productive. I think it's more so. Of, uh, I always call it. It's like a it's like a reality show. Who wants to date an average bitch? That's what I used to say, right? And it's going through all kind of leaps and hurdles and all kind of nonsense to prove your worth in dating somebody. And I, I think that's where we've where we went wrong. We've become enamored with more material things than substance. I remember seeing something on Facebook. Someone was like, "Why can't men just?" Why can't I just have a guy who just picks me up and be like, we're going to go to Paris for the day, go shopping, and then come back, and, you know, he don't even want no sex. That don't even sound, who am I trying to date? That don't even, that's not even a, that's not even logical. So that goes to my, per, that goes to my first point of solution, realistic expectations. So we're going to be solution-oriented here. So, I would say don't ask a man for anything you wouldn't be comfortable with a woman asking your brother or your dad for. What? Start with that. Fact. I didn't hear what you said. I said facts. Let's start with that. I think we need to have I think we need to have a realistic view of what we're what we're looking to get for each other. So with with women, right? Don't sit here and ask for the world when you're not even in the, when you're not giving, you know, a neighborhood. Right, because you don't know no one yet. You don't know him, so you're not going to give but so much, and he don't know you, so you shouldn't expect but so much. And on the flip side, as men, I think the big another big problem we have is instant gratification. Now I'm guilty of it. Okay, so you went on a date with a young lady. It's not that doesn't mean that you should be trying to fuck her. We we trying to climb in the bed too fast, and they trying to climb in the pockets too fast. I think everyone need to slow down and let's get to know each other better. And if you do that. You'll find out if this person is what you need and what you want. Because a lot of times we rush 
and we're bending over back for things that we want and getting none of what we need. It's just like eating a burger and fry, right? You got burger, fries, and a drink. You got 1,500 calories you just ate. None, very little nutritional value here. And it, and it works against you. Now you're getting fatter, and now you, you're slower. All this type of stuff. It's all bad. It's more cons. It's nothing good about it. And I think that's what dating is now. It's a whole bunch of fluff. It's a whole lot of show. A lot of show, no go. And that's on both sides of the fence. And so what's happening is we lose the connection with each other because we're influenced by reality TV. We're influenced by media and songs. We're influenced by the Me Too and social movement. And that's the second part of this, trying to find your way as a man in a society right now that vilify your masculinity. So how do you show your masculinity? Because women want a masculine man, but on their terms. So that's the other part of this that you have to, this is a, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a balancing act that we're trying to get in this society. I think that, well, one, I think that when we define masculinity, we, I think we always incorrectly define masculinity or we've always limited to archaic things. Can he provide? Can he protect? Right. Right. Like every man, the basis of being a man, most men would say, hey, as long as I can. Boxing is such a little sport because it's the most archaic thing you can do. Put your fist up and who's the best man, right? Who's the mono y mono? Who's the better? We define ourselves as men by how we provide, right? A good man, a good provider is considered a good man no matter what's going on besides providing. I think that as we come to the, I think that those two things have defined masculinity and hey, they've taken it too far. So our dads were wrong in that. That's how they define masculinity as opposed to talking. Listening, you know, communicating, and they held a lot of that shit in, and that's why a lot of them died with strokes and heart attacks at young ages. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think that as the thought of what a man is has has not evolved, whereas the thought of what a woman is has evolved, and it should be. It should have been. Women should be thought of more than just sex objects, and men should be thought of more than just bring the bacon home people. We need to be thought of as humans in totality. And what are what are we? What are humans? All humans have complex thoughts, complex emotions. A lot of times you can't you can't understand, you can't even explain, but you just have a lot of thoughts and emotions that run through you on a daily. And once we learn to embrace each other for those things or understand that we have those things and are willing to accept each other for those things, it's going to be hard because we just have such a shallow view of what each other is supposed to be. Which brings us to our next biggest obstacle. In dating, and, and that's what that is. It also goes into the expectations, I feel, because you mentioned it, and we speak about this a lot. The role of women and what well, women have become has evolved greatly within the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, where we still dealing with the same care values of men. And uh, there was an article that you know, I shared with you a while ago, like, what is the cost of chivalry? Uh, we still... We still hold men to a certain standard, um, but we don't hold women to the same standard that we used to in times past, right? They don't have to be the virtuous, uh, chase being that they had to be, right? They're, they're sexually liberated, they're financially liberated, educated, and things of this nature. So they have, they are moving in a way that 
does not require them to answer to anything for anything. Well, so let me ask you this. Because on this show, we're going to be focused on solution-oriented. And one thing Trigger Warning does is give you something to that you can take and apply in the real world. Whether it's a product, whether it's an ideology, whatever. So we want to leave, we want to leave people listening with something to apply. And we're going to have something to apply after each of these. So my question to you is, uh, you were talking about chivalry and what the price of chivalry is. The problem with chivalry is that it's the... It's, it's like life. It gives you the test before it gives you the lesson. So it, you have to be chivalrous before a woman can kind of show you what it is. Just by how the way we live in society. So I think that as a guy, I think the price of chivalry or what what chivalry should cost is courtesy. So that would be my answer. Like, what's the price of chivalry? It should be courteous. You can always courteous is free. Like if a guy's chivalrous, you can be courteous to me. And what makes as far as what you mean, show it again. So if a guy chivalry is just, you can be courteous, you can be thoughtful, you can be like certain things that are free. So if a guy chivalry could be just a random guy opening the door for you. Thank you. How are you today? Chivalry could be a guy taking you on a date. I appreciate this. Chivalry can be a lot of things. Chivalry can be a lot of things, but you can always you can repay chivalry by being courteous. Courteous, and I think that's courteous, something. Courteous could be something like if you're on a date. He's in, you see, he doesn't have any napkins. Give him some napkins and put him there. Curtis could be, you see, he's about to write something down and you give him a pen. Things of that nature. Exactly. A whole bunch of free things. Things that don't cost anything. But don't cost. may not even get noted. Verbally noted. But they're duly noted in the thing. That just makes you a good person. So you ask what the price of chivalry is. It's courtesy, in my mind. And Curtis. so. Chivalry opens the door. Curtis reaches over and unlocks the door for him. A chivalrous opens the door, courtesy says thank you. Right? I mean, like a car door, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Opens the car door, get in, and opens the door for him or unlocks the door for him on the other side. That's courteous. Chivalrous is when the man pulls out the seat to sit you down. When you sit down, we'll have two waters. Thank you, please. That's courteous. So these are things that are free that can be done and. You know, we're asking the guys to be shivers, and we're asking the women to just be courteous of that. There are tons of free things that don't cost you any money, dignity, or respect that you can do to repay chivalrous, chivalrous, chivalrous excuse me. So, I think that's agreed. a solution to the first one, right? Uh, yep, agreed. Alright, so I'm sorry to cut y'all out. We can go, you can get back no, to that. No, that was perfect. So that's, that's the solution. I think the next one, since we're solution-oriented, is uh, instant gratification. Let's go ahead and throw that throw that away. We're running a marathon. We're not running a sprint. So we have to look at each other with that goes back to expectations. So we expect chivalrous chivalry to accompany courteous courteousness to accompany chivalry. Let's taper expectations. So we expect you know uh, dates and all kinds of forms, not crazy out of town kind of dates, and we expect to go slow. Sexually, let's go ahead and reach our. Let's go ahead and get to our destination in time. We'll take the scenic route instead of trying to take the shortcut. I think if we do that with each other, that'll help build um, our relationships together. Well, I think we're not so busy in the bed, and they're not so busy trying to get in the pockets. I think it, I think it'll even out. Well, I think expectations are just that. Expectations, like what do you expect from a guy? Like you, I can value a girl who says she expects to go to Paris on the first date. That's that's not an expectation I'm going to abide by, 
but I can un- appreciate that. So, like, I think as expectations, we need to quit going into these preconceived notions of what every guy should be able to do and expect expect certain things for a guy to do. So, as a woman, I would, if I had a daughter, I would expect her to that the guy would be respectful, would be number one respectful, right? That's that's probably the base expectation for both parties. You can always be respectful. You can always be respectful. Like, even if nothing else, you go on a date, she like this, you like that, y'all don't see eye to eye. It's not going to work. Y'all can leave each other and y'all could have been respectful. Nothing else but respectful, right? Like, you should respect people as people. And that's the first and foremost thing that I would expect from another human being. And I think if you get that, all the other stuff can build on top of it for me. I I expect respect. That's how I would say that. Calhoun. Yeah, Yeah, so for me, I was saying I would respect, expect respect. So let's start with that basis and we can build on from there. Because some people have expectations of, hey, guys and girls, hey, I just want to fuck tonight. Or, hey, I do want something long term. But as long as you give me the respect of communicating your expectations and I have the expectation of you giving me respect, now I think we can go from there. I think that's where we can. That's step one to go to step two, to go to step three, to go to step four. And even if it is a step which, three, four, or five. Which brings us to our next thing. And being an open and honest about your intentions. That's the next part of this. Whatever your intentions are with someone, you need to be open and honest about them. And I think that's what we're not doing. If your intentions are just to fuck, if that's all you want to do, there's nothing wrong with that. That's male or female. But what you need to do is explain that. What you need to do is say that. If... if be honest in what you're doing. Not only because it comes back on you, but there is another person that's in And I'm not even going to do the whole boogeyman of karma comes back. But these are the things that we need to do to help our community out. Right? You, this is also somebody who's in your neighborhood here. Not li- your literal neighborhood, but somebody who's in your neighborhood. This is also a brother or sister. This is a brother or sister of yours. So you won't want nobody playing with you. You won't want nobody playing with your family member. Do the same thing with them. So if your intention today is to eat free, if your intention is to fuck, if your intention is just for company, if your intention is just for friends, if you're not interested in this person in that manner, uh, if you're just interested in them, in fr- then let that be known. And it's okay to say, I don't know. But just, when you say you don't know, clarify that. Say, hey, I'm not sure I'm looking for a relationship now. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm thinking, but to, to lead people on or to have these expectations when I'm thinking, Hey, you're thinking B, and we get that one. That's a problem. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody knows going into something what their expectation is. I think that even if your expectation isn't is a I don't know, either you're open to it or you're not. Well, like um, my expectation is I don't have one, but I'm trending toward no. And is of course there's a better way to dress that up. But I'm just saying you there's a way you can communicate what you're thinking and where this can go with somebody. Right. And I think that's something that we're not doing as well. That's what you call playing games. And that's what's going on too much, which brings us to the next thing. Too many games being played. Everyone's trying to play games. What happens is when everyone's trying to play games, everyone has their guards up so high. And as I always saying, how do two porcupines make? The whole thing is very carefully. and Which is almost bringing them to extinction because the defense mechanisms are so high. 
creatures that have such high defense mechanisms become extinct. So it's the same thing that's going on with us. We're, we're, our defenses are so high. The whole thing about it, nothing to cut this bitch off. The whole thing about my cutoff game is so strong. The whole thing, I'm an introvert, I don't need anybody. The whole, all these different toxic, immature, petty things, they do us a disservice. They're not helpful. They're not cool. They're not helpful. The only thing they do, they do nothing but harm. And so the last thing we need to do is keep perpetuating that same mind frame that we keep on doing, that same cool, but it's not cool, that same it's not cool to be vulnerable, emotional, or to speak out your truth, that stuff. That stuff is a that stuff is a toxic, man. That stuff is killing us. It's killing families because you can't make families. Like, the only thing you're doing is having single-parent households because everybody fucking and carrying on, but we're not building like that. So I think mean, that's the next thing that need to go. That... That outwardly hard bullshit that we've been, that we've subscribed to for so long for, it's got to be at least the second or third generation of this shit. It needs to go. We need to cut, we need to kill that now. And even back to who we are and what we do as human beings. What's your thought? I agree with you. I think that, I think that the byproduct of unrealistic expectations, well, not the byproduct. I think that's a a synergetic relationship between expectations and playing games because I think that they're kissing cousins because you play games because you don't really want to express your real expectations with somebody. Because I think as a guy, you, you, you feel like you can't say all I want to do is fuck and you're going to fuck. You feel like I'm not going to fuck if I say all I want to do is fuck when that probably works more times than not. As you get older, like young people, yeah, you got to kind of finesse it. But as you get older, Honesty wins, honestly. And of nothing else, you get respect from it. And then the same thing with a woman. If, hey, all I want is a meal. I'm really not trying to feel nobody now. You be, a guy will probably still not take on a meal, but it'll be more respect and more like, this is a real young lady. If you came out and said something to that effect, than just going out on a dinner, not calling the guy again. Ghosting. Exactly, ghosting. Like, there's something to be said about how, the way to do there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. There's something to be said about doing things the right way. I'm not saying karma's going to pay you back. Or I do believe in karma. I do believe the universe pays you back for good and bad that you do. But I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying that that's a human being, too, to your point. And if you do a human being a certain type of way, it, it, it does have a way of coming back on you. And it's not directly one for one, but it does come back on you. So... I agree. All that to say, I agree with you. Let's take. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, let's just take a shot of honesty with this in this dating game. Add a shot of honesty to your game. I think it'll be okay. Be amazing what it can do. And I think the other part of this is it goes back to what we've been saying as a whole: is treating people how you. It's the old Bible saying, right? Treat people how you want to be treated. And I think if we start doing that more. You know, uh, if we have a realistic expectations, realistic expectations, you know what I'm saying? That goes back to what you're saying about people shopping outside their price range. People doing that as far as education is concerned, as far as finances is concerned, and as far as physical appearance is concerned. Here you are, fucking three, talking about you only day tens. You know, here you are, unemployed, talking about they need to make six figures. Here you are, you know, we, we have to do better than that. We have to start 
have realistic expectations of each other and we have to start treating each other better, i.e. chivalry, courteous, um, not gaming each other, being more open with individuals, having a wall built so high that no one can get in, that's nothing to brag about. That's a maturity that comes with that. Letting people know, you know who you are to an extent, to an extent, so that they know how to deal with you, because that's the other part of this. If you have your walls that guarded, how can anyone even know how to even deal with you, what you like, and this, that, and the other? If you if you if you're so cautious that you don't let anyone in, you can't reach the goal that you're trying to attain if you're doing that. And that's on both sides of the fence. And right now, with you know society and how we're viewed as a sexist, because of course there's all this gender fluid shit and all this. You know, men aren't to leave, but men supposed to leave. And women aren't this, but women supposed to do that. If we just treat each other first as human beings, I think we'll get further along. And what we also have to do now is what we need to interject, I believe, and that'll help us is some more love into it. I don't think we love each other like we're supposed to, just as a person, as people, and as genders. We don't love each other like we need to love each other. If we love each other a little more, I think we'll deal with each other and we'll handle each other a little bit better. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, the point of this is you're dealing with another human being, not an object, a person who has thoughts, feelings, and everything, or whatever. And the whole thing is, you don't want nobody doing your love one like that. So consider that before you act. And if we do that, we can get this shit back on. We can get this shit back on the right course, because the goal should be a strong community. For the greater community and our community, we start by having families. And in order to do that, we need to start by men and women, us coming together more and more and uh, building with each other, loving each other, and, and just lifting each other up, lifting each other up in love. And if we do that, it'll work out best for all of us. If your neighbor happy, a lot of times you'll be happy. Your family's happy, your community happy, your school system, everything. That translates. I mean, just like poverty and all that, downtroddenness begets some of the things that affect the, the black community. Happiness can beget the same thing on a positive note. We always define ourselves by how we can overcome, overcome negativity. Let's try to add some positivity and see how positiveness change our community. And one of the simple ways to do that is through families and more better defined families and better defined family structure. So for everyone who's here doing this thing, stag, if you celebrate Valentine's Day, which I don't, but if you do, and if you're doing this by yourself, maybe this is the last one, let's use some of these same, some of these tools that we use, and let's make this shit a better, make 2019 your year for your happiness, and when it comes to this section of life. And it'll be amazing how if you make this section happy, how it's spilling to all your other sections of life. And it's always good to have somebody who ride with you than to just do it by yourself. That's a longer road. You can do it, but it's a longer road to do. And that's what we're going to do uh, move, moving forward. Some great keys for some real men. None of that bullshit pandering that you're used to getting. And we all hold each other accountable. And if we do that, then we'll have more sugar and spice. And this is one of the sugar, the sugar and spice of Calhoun's Love Series. Brought to you by one of the greatest motherfuckers on this earth, Digital Darren, and his sidekick, Calhoun. Go ahead and tell a friend, tell a friend, Walter. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.